You're listening to the Transcend Podcast. I'm your host, Asha Wilkerson, an attorney by training and an educator at heart. This podcast is all about empowering you to build a business and leave a legacy. Here's the thing. The wealth gap in America is consistently increasing. And while full-time entrepreneurship is not for everyone, even a side hustle can change your financial landscape if you're intentional about using your business to build wealth. I've run my own law firm for over 10 years. And in that time, I've helped countless California businesses go from idea to six figures. On this podcast, we talk about what it truly takes to build a sustainable business and find financial freedom. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Transcend the Podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be telling you about an experience that I had a couple weekends ago at a not nudist clothing optional spa that I was 100% not ready for. So uh, before you uh, tune right in, make sure you've got a minute to listen and just keep an open mind. Okay, so here's how the story goes. A couple friends of of mine and I, we decided that we were going to do a local staycation or like a, a little getaway, but locally here in California, because for whatever reason, we had kept trying to plan trips abroad and it just, we couldn't get ourselves together. So we decided to go on this local getaway. And I told a relatively new friend about this getaway to an area. And they said, oh, have you been to this hot springs before? And I said, no, it sounds like a really good idea. She said, it's super nice, uh, really beautiful. The water it, you know, comes from a spring. They don't regulate the temperature. It just comes out really, really hot or really cool. And it's just a beautiful experience. So I was thinking in my mind, I don't know where I got this in my mind, but I was thinking this was going to be like a hotel with a pool that you could just come and get access to for the day. I don't even know if they really do that in the United States, but I know definitely when you travel abroad, you can you know get access to the pool for the day and the hotel facilities just for the day. So that's what I'm thinking. Or I'm thinking it's going to be like Francis Ford Coppola Winery up in Napa where they have a pool and you can rent a cabana or, or rent a ticket for the pool and drink wine and things like that. So in my mind, I'm going on vacation. I am not going to like a health and wellness, natural clothing optional spa. Didn't even cross my mind that I might be going to the second one. So we get to our destination and I tell one of my friends, because it's so hot, we're like, okay, let's let's look at where we can go get in the water. The lake that we went to, there was too much algae in the water. So we were not getting ourselves in the lake at all. So I said, oh, well, my friend of mine, a friend of mine recommended this spa. Let's check it out. So we get online and I do have to admit, I do see on the website that it says clothing optional, but I am not processing what clothing optional means because I have not really been to a clothing optional place like ever in my life. In my 38 years of living, clothing has always been a requirement. It's never been an option except for maybe like getting a massage or like taking a mud bath or something like that, right? So I see this, but ironically, my friends and I had just had a conversation the day before about how different countries and different societies view nudity. Like I remember the first time that I saw a woman breastfeeding and who didn't cover up, it was when I was studying abroad in the Netherlands. And I thought, oh my God, she doesn't have a cover. And then I looked around and I realized I was the only one who was tripping about it because, you know, my American culture told us that it's inappropriate for us to see women feeding their children from their own breasts. And that should be done under the cover of a blanket or something like that or in a private room, right? 
So that was the first time that I had really experienced. That's not even nudity. That's the first time that I had even like thought about what my assumptions were about exposing the body other than what American culture tells us, which is, you know, cover up, right? Even though sex sells everything, but we're not supposed to talk about it and we're supposed to cover up. And then we had also talked about, you know, beaches in France or in Spain that might have a topless beach. So when I saw clothing optional, I'm really thinking like maybe it's a topless beach like in Spain. Okay. So, and now my third friend is still asleep as we're discovering this. And we completely forget to tell her that it is clothing optional because again, clothing optional did not stand out as a big thing for this spa or of this beach resort that I think I'm going to this hotel resort. So we get ready to go. turns out my two friends don't have swimsuits. So we head by Walmart to get some clothing and they, Walmart doesn't even have swimsuits. So my two friends buy some shorts and tank tops or t-shirts to get into the water with. And I had my swimsuit. So we get to the place. It's about 40 minutes away from where we're staying. And we pull up and like, and we're like, feel like we're driving into the mountains forever. And it becomes very clear that it's not a resort. It becomes very clear that it is like a health and wellness kind of a spa with natural hot springs, which is still okay. Like, all right, that's fine. And then we read or get told that we can't bring any alcohol. Like, okay, so it's definitely not a resort. It's definitely much more of a, you know, health and wellness kind of experience. And so we're checking in, we're paying the fees. And the lady says, you know, it's clothing optional, right? We're like, yeah, I saw that. And she's like, okay, good. Meanwhile, everybody that we have seen so far checking in has on clothing, which is absolutely right because they said in the common areas and near the entrance, you have to have on clothing. So we said, okay. And at that point, we also informed our friend, our third friend, that it was clothing optional. But again, we still don't really understand. So we go put our our beverages back in the car. We're not allowed to have cell phones. We're not allowed to even use my Amazon Kindle I had to put away. And I'm like, okay, I get cell phones, but like my Kindle, because again, I'm not processing that it's clothing optional and that there are going to be a number of people who are going to be exercising that option. So we go to the little cafeteria and get some food. And as we're waiting for some food out of the corner of my eye, through the window, I see a grown adult man walking by just as naked as the day he was born but in a sun hat. And I was not ready. First of all, he wasn't even supposed to be down there because that's where the food was. He was supposed to be down there with clothes on and he chose not to put clothes on. And my other friend who's waiting for our food outside just texts, oh my God, I saw the first one. So we're like, okay, okay. All right. We can figure this out. We're going to be okay, but it's only one person. So again, we're still like, we're realizing now how much of an option clothing is, but not how many people might exercise that option, as I said before. So we finish our food and we're like, all right, we're gonna, we, we're here now. Let's go up to the pool and, and check it out. So I'm looking at the map as we're walking up the hill. And I, keep in mind, it's like 95 degrees outside at this point. It, we're burning up. Can't wait to get to the pool. We get to this structure and it's clear that the pool is on the other side of the structure. But as I'm standing in the structure and I'm looking at the map and I'm saying, it says that there's supposed to be a locker room. And I don't see a locker room. Like, where would the locker room be? It's supposed to be right here in this space that I'm standing in. And then I look up and I realize that there are people just taking off their clothes. And then about five or 10 seconds later, it hits me that I am standing in the middle of the locker room, but the locker room doesn't have any walls and it doesn't have any doors because how can you have any doors if you don't have any walls and it doesn't have any windows? Because what do you need windows for if you don't have any walls to put them in? And so we're just standing there going... Oh my God. Okay. We are really here. What are, what are we going to do? 
Like, no, this it's still not really processing that most of the people are going to be clothing optional or without the clothing option. But we're like, okay, we're here. We're going to do this anyway. So I have a swimsuit. I remembered my swimsuit. I had on a dress. I, I'm, I'm not comfortable enough to take off my clothes just in front of everybody and anybody who wants to walk by. So I changed my swimsuit under my dress. My friends uh, do the old trick, like when you're a kid, where you put the new shorts on over and then pull the other shorts on, you know, on bottom, that kind of thing. And we, okay, so we're ready. We're as ready as we're going to be. And we start to walk up the stairs. And I kid you not, it felt like a scene from a movie, you know, like where you're walking up the hill and you're just getting ready to crest the horizon and like the sun's out. It's sort of in your eyes, but you get over that hump and then all of a sudden you can see. That's exactly what happened to us. We get walk up the steps. We're just about to crest the top rise of the step. And I take that next step because of course I'm leading the pack. And then all of a sudden, naked people everywhere. Everywhere, y'all. Everywhere. I was not ready and my two friends were nowhere even close to being ready. We had not processed what clothing optional really meant. And we had not processed how many people might choose to take that clothing option. So we get up there, we're standing there, we're kind of huddled together looking around. My friend is like, I don't even know where to look. Do I look up? Do I look down? Is it rude not to look people in the eye? What am I supposed to do? It's hot. So we're trying to find some shade. There's there's people, literally there's people everywhere. Like the pool is packed like that. The outer area is packed. People have been here. It seems like for hours, people knew to bring blankets to lay on, chairs to sit in, you know, sarongs to tie up in, even though no one at the time had any of those on. And so we finally find like a semi-shaded area on a bench and we go to sit down. And all of a sudden I'm feeling so uncomfortable because I have on too many clothes. It was an interesting feeling to feel like I was the odd one out, even though I didn't necessarily want to jump in and fit in by taking all of my clothes off. But I knew, I was like, okay, clearly, if you look at play that game of which one doesn't belong, it's us. We don't belong because we are clearly not only wearing swimsuits for me, but wearing shorts and t-shirts where the majority of folks have on no, not a stitch of clothing, just as naked as the day they were born, right? And um, so we're we're clearly uncomfortable. People are looking at us because it's obvious that we're new here. We're like kind of looking at people and trying not to look too hard at people because we know that we're the ones who are awkward and we're trying not to be awkward, even though it's obvious that we're just awkward. So we're awkwardly trying not to be awkward and it's even more awkward, right? One of those situations. So we sit down finally and I'm like, you know what? Whatever. We're here. We might as well make the most of this experience. Like, let's just go ahead and do it. So we kind of dip our toes into the pool and into the hot tub and things like that. And like, we're still really uncomfortable, still uncomfortable. But after a couple hours, all of a sudden I wasn't so uncomfortable. And as soon as I really decided to let go, then it made the experience whatever it was going to be. And I had said to my friends, I was like, look, we're here now. It's an experience. It doesn't have to be a bad one. It might be a shocking one, but there's nothing that says that it has to be a bad one. So we paid to get in the water. We might as well go ahead and get in the water. And by the end of the day, y'all, I kid you not, by the end of the day, we had ended up having a good time. Not like 
party kind of time because it wasn't that kind of a place, but we were relaxed. We had cooled down from the sun. A friend of mine went up into the quiet meditation pools where it's silence only so you can't talk, but you can just get in and the water is cool and there's a, um, not a water fountain, there's like a like a spring that is poured into the pools. There's a little fountain where it comes down different levels and pours this fresh spring water into this meditation pool. And it ends up being an amazing, amazing experience. But what I learned, so here's the stuff that I learned from this experience where I was so uncomfortable initially, I realized that I was making myself uncomfortable because when I just decided to be comfortable in my own skin, in my own body, be comfortable with other people's, you know, nudity, it was absolutely fine. It did not matter. And what really helped me get comfortable was to see everybody else being comfortable. And it was not sexual at all. Nobody got hit on. Nobody got leered at or, you know, talked about as they walked by. It was much more inclusive and uh, loving, if you will, than it was like going to a regular pool, going to the hotel pool for a party that I thought that I was going to go to. It was much more empowering than that. So I, you, we, we all have the ability to decide to be comfortable. And all you have to do is decide. Oftentimes as entrepreneurs or as people in general, you will find yourself in a situation where it's new for you and it feels really awkward. But again, you are in control of making your own experience and you can decide that you're going to keep being uncomfortable or you can just decide, you know what, I'm here and I'm going to make the most out of it. Okay. So that's, that's the first thing. The second thing I realized is that There are so many limiting beliefs that we subscribe to and that are put on us by society. I did not have a worry about, is my swimsuit too tight? Are my thighs rubbing together? Am I hanging out the back? I I didn't have any of those normal self-conscious thoughts that I was thinking about or that I normally think about when I'm in a swimsuit in front of other people, right? There was, I didn't have any of that insecurity. Also, amazingly, which is hard for me to admit, but I know that we all judge people. We all judge the way people dress, the clothes that they wear, how they look in their clothes. That's just the vanity of American society or maybe just society on a global level as well. There was no judgment that crossed my mind about anybody's body, fitness level, whether they should have had clothes on or shouldn't have had clothes on. It was the most non-judgmental experience that I feel like I've had in a long time. And I think the reason why is because nobody had any clothes on and they were all, everybody was comfortable. Again, it was my crew that was really uncomfortable being without clothes, but everybody else was really comfortable. And it just made me think about how many self-limiting beliefs we choose to subscribe to and that are put on us by society. Why shouldn't you be able to walk around, you know, naked if you want to. I mean, obviously there are laws in certain places that make that illegal to do, but why shouldn't you be able to be comfortable in your body, however your body looks? Why shouldn't you be able to be comfortable showing up how you are with the hair that you have, with the accent that you speak with, with the experience that you have, with the family that you come from? right? There are all these messages in the world that are telling us that we are not good enough or that we're not okay the way that we are. And we absolutely have every right to unsubscribe from those beliefs and from those programs. And I tell you, when I did it at the spa in that moment, it was freeing. 
I felt more free and more comfortable than I really had and ever had probably maybe ever and certainly in a long time. I didn't care what other people thought. I wasn't thinking about what other people thought and I wasn't thinking about other people either. And the beautiful thing about it was is that there were people with all different body types. There were people who were we would consider skinny. There were people who we we, we would normally consider overweight. There were women who had C-section scars. I saw a tummy tuck scar. I saw, you know, people with different abilities and disabilities. I saw folks who were transgender, right? Everybody was just comfortable. And so what happens if we start to take those self-limiting beliefs off of us and start to analyze what programs are we subscribing to and which ones can we hit the unsubscribe button to so we can find that freedom? And the last thing is, I kind of uh, touched on it before, but again, we have the ability to choose the outcome of any situation. A few years ago, I decided that I wasn't going to talk about good experiences and bad experience experiences. Was that a good time or a bad time? No. I was just going to chalk it up to an experience. Even if it was uncomfortable or unpleasant, hey, it was an experience. If I book a flight and I don't have a good time on the trip, it was an experience. If I go out on a date with somebody and I don't like them at all, it was an experience. Or conversely, if I do go have a really good time, great, it was an experience also. And I think taking off the modifiers of good or bad just allow us to be in the moment and to be present and accepting of whatever is instead of being so focused on, is it good or bad? What can I do to make it good or bad? Just let it be. And when you think about situations that you jump into or relationships that you get into or work with clients or trips that you take, if you can look at everything as an experience, one that you're going to do your best to enjoy, but even if there's something negative that happens along the way, it's still just an experience. And it doesn't have to color the whole outcome of the situation, right? It doesn't have to, just because I was unprepared to be at this clothing optional place, doesn't mean I needed to let it ruin my entire day. It doesn't mean that I needed to let it ruin my trip, right? We chose to jump in and make the best of a situation and it was 100% worth it. So my question for you as I get ready to close out is where are you holding unchecked beliefs? And we all do it. My friend was saying years ago, she didn't like grits because her mom didn't like grits. When she was a kid, her mom would say, oh, grits. No, I don't like grits, right? And so my friend just assumed that she didn't like grits. She would say the same thing. Oh, grits. No, those are terrible. And then one point in college, I think she said she asked herself, well, do I like grits? And decided to try them. And turns out she loves grits. But she had taken on her mom's belief and statements and had not checked them to see if they actually fit or were true for her. So what are those beliefs that you're subscribing to? Whether it should be you need to dress this way, you need to market in this particular format, you're only successful if you do this thing, right? Or if you have this amount of money, where are those beliefs? Where are you holding them and what do they say? Are they limiting you in some way? And do they still fit you? And not only do they still fit, do they serve you? And if they don't serve you, unsubscribe and find your freedom. All right, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening to my story about the not-so-nudist nudist spa, the clothing optional situation that I found myself in a couple weeks ago. I hope you enjoyed the story. Please hit like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. And please do not hesitate to share with your friends and your family. And on social media, you can tag me at Asha Wilkerson ESQ on Instagram. All right, y'all, take care.
Hey family, I am so thankful that you are here listening to Transcend the Podcast. And I just want to make sure you know the best way to stay in contact with me. And that's through joining my email newsletter. So please head on over to the wilkersonlawoffice.com slash newsletter and join the list. I will tell you everything over there from what my offerings are to bits and pieces of information about how to grow and scale your business to self-coaching all the way to giving you updates on what the new podcast episode is. So don't hesitate. Go do it now. The wilkersonlawoffice.com slash newsletter. Thanks.